Hey, Halation family, it is your host and steward of Halation Lives, Devaru Shah. I am so excited for you to be here with me again for another episode of our season four, Abide. This episode is called Love Versus Fear. Now, this is personally, I feel like something we don't um, speak on enough and how I believe a lot of problems can be solved if we just turn um, to love. And I know I've spoken on this um, on uh, this Abide series already, uh, but I really uh, do think it's something we need to learn about because at the end of the day, uh, love is very, uh, it's very, our view and perception of love, if you live in the world for long enough, it can become skewed, there can be a twist and uh, not God's intention for love, and we turn it into something else, humans, and, and God's perfect love is is the way that um, we should be loving others, the way should, we should be receiving love and accepting um, that kind of love, and to really uh, feel as if we are truly loved by God is also something that needs to be learned. Uh, it depends on the kind of relationships you've had in the world. Sometimes this can be a little bit more difficult than, than for other people. Uh, other people uh, accept and fall into the Father's arms right away, and others uh, find it difficult to trust. And I personally have had found it difficult I have definitely found it difficult to trust God in everything, every part of my life. And so before we get into our, uh, into God's word, into what I have prepared to share, I would love to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I lift up the listener, Lord God, into your precious and mighty hands, God. Reveal to them, Lord, how deep, how wide, how long, and how everlasting your love is for them, Lord Jesus. I pray this message speaks to them something specific that they will be edified, Lord God. I pray over myself that nothing that is not of you enter out through my mouth, Lord. I anoint it right now in the name of Jesus, that everything that I speak be praiseworthy and of good report. In Jesus' almighty name I pray. Amen. Well, As I was beginning to prepare for this message, the Lord reminded me of a moment I had had with him years ago now, even before um, I'd really found my home church, was I woke up in the night and I said, God, what do you want me to do? God, what am I to do? Because I know you're wanting me to do something and I just don't know what that is. And years later, I'll know that it's what I'm doing now. and, And this is even not quite fully part of what I'm supposed to be doing, Um, but it's a start. (laughs) I think we all have our starting uh, 
uh, marks, you know, in our race. So this is my starting mark, and I am um, trying to be faithful in Jesus' name. So what he had revealed to me, I just flung open my Bible, and I looked at the first word that I saw, and the first word that I saw was charity. And the Holy Spirit started to minister to me that I was meant to lead a ministry of charity. And I thought, okay, am I supposed to volunteer? Am I supposed to, you know, uh, start, you know, a non-profit organization? And, And in the Christian theology and ethics, charity, a translation of the Greek word agape, also meaning love, is most eloquently shown in the life teaching and death of Jesus Christ. So we know that the word charity in the Greek is the word agape. And we know agape is love, but it's a specific kind of love. And and charity is generosity. It is... it's It's really... A generous love so it's loving without expecting anything return in return it's doing for others even though they don't do for you right <laughs> it's it's a sacrificial love is is charity and I thought, wow, I'm supposed to leave this kind of ministry, Lord. And right now it's with my babies and with this podcast and those who listen to the podcast. And I'm so grateful for you because you are a part of this journey that the Lord is doing some, you know, incredible things through. So I'm, I'm really excited that we get to do this together. And when I was thinking of fear versus love, I really thought about, you know, our responses and our actions. It all starts with an initial thought, right? And our thinking really develops from our heart, our posture that we have prior to a thought is, um, is where we are in our heart posture and fear always asks the same question who are you going to trust and that question then turns into a thought which then turns into a word and then an action and then a reaction (laughs) and so on and so forth but if we can get it into our spirit like to the to the depths of our heart posture and we are upright in our heart posture to go and and accept this answer which love always answers I love God therefore I'm going to trust him now a little story <laughs> something that happened to me this week I was parked outside my grandpa's house. He's had an operation, and I gave the clicker to the garage to the nurse. And then the nurse, well, I don't know. I, we couldn't find the clicker either way. And when I returned, so I parked my car outside, 
and something told me to go check my car and did I listen no I thought no I I trust myself and my own judgment enough and that fear fear asks who are you going to trust and guess who I trusted myself and not the Lord (laughs) and a few items were taken but praise God nothing of extreme value was in my car God is so good. And it was just like an old empty wallet and um, AirPods, but praise God, those can be replaced in Jesus' name. (laughs) And um, nothing, nothing to, of, you know, great value. I I was once, my car got broken into one time and it was the boy's new Christmas clothes and shoes. And I'm thinking, what else? Oh, cash and all my, just my entire purse. So much. Um, It was a lot of money, too. So uh, that was really awful. And I really had to, like, that was days. I just, I had this grief. And I was grieved and grieved and grieved and grieved. And I just had to let it go. And I feel like that's the loss, right? And it's something... You know, I remember being on the phone with the police and I just wanted my stuff back and praying to God and I was just really upset. I was just extremely upset and um, I couldn't get over it and I finally did and I don't even think about it now because we've, we've been so blessed so I don't even think about it but I'm sure there's times where possibly you can remember loss and possibly that still grieves you and and all I can tell you from my own personal experience with loss is that we have to lay it at the feet of Jesus because our peace is worth is worth more than not abiding in Christ our uh, you know our peace And our relationship with God and being close to the Father is worth more than allowing ourselves to continue to be angry, continue to be just so it's 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 an almost an indescribable feeling, just the grief and the just botheredness. It's just very bothersome. It's just it's a it's a it's like a knot you can't untie and and I just pray you loosen that off of yourself and place it before the the feet of Jesus we all we all have to get to that point where we go not my will but your will be done if you've allowed this to happen God you know um or you know we live on cursed land and we do not fight with with flesh and blood but with the dark rulers and the principalities of this world so know that there is an enemy who wants to you know steal kill and destroy things in your life and that's why it's important to be prayed up because even if and even when the enemy does something you know to attack you if you're prayed up and you have that heart posture 
when the Spirit of the Lord dwells inside of you, you will not lose your joy. You might be sad for a moment, but the joy of the Lord will quickly return to you, and you will, your response will be, I love you, God, therefore I'm going to trust you. And some beautiful scriptures that, you know, really spoke to me in preparing for this message is Romans 8.15 in the Passion Translation. Hey, family. (laughs) And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, a spirit of slavery, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. Now, implied in both of the texts and the greater context of finding our true life in the spirit of acceptance, it can also refer to the fear of judgment that has been removed from us through Christ. So we know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love and this is that love versus fear. It's fear binds. It enslaves. It tells you that, you know, you're never going to be good enough or this happened because you're sinful or um, you deserve this or this is what you get or uh, so on and so forth. So many lies. But God remove all of those from us. But the enemy comes and tries to remind us, right? He tries to say, you know, are you really saved? Are you really, do you really have salvation? Are you really going to heaven? Do you, you know, just because you said those little words, does it really mean that he, God's forgotten? You know, they, in the Bible, it says that the Lord does not remember our sins once he's forgiven us we've asked for forgiveness and the enemy will remind him and he says what sin I don't know that sin and he sees us as pure as snow you know pure and as white as snow and um, we have to just know that when we get because it was scary for me it was scary uh, when I saw my stuff broken into, I thought, oh my gosh, my grandpa, my kids, like the kids started getting worried because they're like, someone broke in our car and stole our stuff. Like, oh my, it's like a violation, right? And automatically I went, no, God is good. We need to be better at making sure we lock up or take proper precautionary mess- um, steps and manage, you know, our life well. And the the measures that we take need to be prayer first, (laughs) but also practical. Uh, The scripture continues, but you have received the spirit of full acceptance, the spirit of adult sonship, so a complete sonship. The Arabic can be translated the spirit of consecrated child so you're a child of the lord enfolding you into the family of god 
You will never feel orphaned, for as he raises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father. So when we love God, when our heart posture is, I love Jesus, your first response may be fear, but it says not to sin in our anger. It's the same. Don't sin in your fear. Don't dwell on it. Don't, don't doubt God. And it's really hard, but it's something that I encourage you to practice because I had to, I had to practice it when I was (laughs) recently violated (laughs) and robbed. And I, I, it was something I had just spoken about to a group of people and it's like, okay, you gotta, you can't, you can't just preach about it. You have to be about it. And I had to walk that out. I had to walk it out in real life, in real time. And I had to teach my children, okay, this is what we do. We trust God. We don't get scared and fear the world and things that happen. And, you know, we go, we trust God. And we choose that. And we lay everything, every fear, every doubt, every burden to the feet of Jesus. Here you go, Jesus. This is yours. This doesn't belong to me. I know that you can, you're going to do something with that. I'm not to hold on to anything. Abba, which is, so beloved father, Abba, this is the scripture continues in an explanation and Abba is not a Greek word, but an aromatic, Aramaic, excuse me, word translated into the Greek letters. Abba is the Aramaic word for father. It also is found in Mark 14:36 and Galatians 4:6. Abba is also a word used for devotion. So the Lord is devoted to your thoughts, your feelings, your fears, everything that's concerns, everything that concerns you, your desires, your hopes, everything. A term of endearment. So we use Father to show our love to him. This is why some have concluded that Abba could be translation translated as daddy or papa, which personally I'm like I don't even call my own daddy dad daddy my own dad daddy or papa but I do call my grandfather papa and it is a word of endearment to him and so I I understand this but I don't call God daddy (laughs) sorry I it's just doesn't um it doesn't quite fit for me other people you're welcome it is hard to imagine a closer relationship to the to have with God than to call him Abba or beloved father. And that's what I'm going to start calling. I'm like, oh, that's what I want to call you, Lord, my beloved father. And we say heavenly father, but beloved father is so beautiful, isn't it? And that's why I love God's word. It just teaches us so much more about how we can have a relationship with God, uh, you know, and, and what ways we can, we can 
accept God into our lives, that it doesn't just have to be surface level, that He can be our beloved Father. And I was worshiping too. It's a song called Design by Upper Room, and it's, I believe, the spontaneous version. And it just sings, you know, You are beautiful, you are beautiful. No one, no other one is as beautiful as you. And I just thought, wow, God, I want to... I want to just, and and every time I sing that, or even if I'm just singing it to the Lord and, and I'm really like loving on God, there's something that lies to me and I had to recognize it eventually. I realized I was, thank you God for the revelation or the illumination of my mind that it was a lie from the enemy. Why you, you think this is kind of odd, don't you think this is bit strange that you're you're worshiping God like this or um you know don't you think you're putting it on or you're being a bit fake like you're kind of just singing to something that's not even you know in front of you and uh all these lies all these just intrusive thoughts that were not of God and I had to just give it away and I felt like I got into a new place in my relationship with God because I just love on him. And so if you ever receive an intrusive thought like that or a lie in your mind about worshiping God, just loving on him and just being, um, not just being in his presence, but admiring him in his presence and uh, praising him and thanking him, uh, I I want to encourage you that you're not being fake. You're not putting it on. You're not a, a, what my grandmother calls an, an a, I'm going to think of the word, an exhibitionist. So you're not just exhibiting, you know, uh, you're, you know, you're not doing it in front of a lot of people either. So if it's in your private time with God and you're just in your car and you're loving on Jesus... You're not being an exhibitionist. You're not being, uh, you know, some odd, you know, uh, awkward Christian. You are doing as what would please God unto the Lord. You're doing thing, the thing, right? That what we are called to do this is practice for heaven because we're going to be doing this in heaven quite a bit, just worshiping the Lord and praising Him. And wanting to see his glory because we, we just think it's so beautiful. And for no other reason but to just experience his wonders and remain in awe of God. That was my prayer for years. God, I just want to stay in awe of you. Don't allow me to not be in awe of you, Lord. Keep me in awe of you. Not because... I needed him to show off for me, so I believed in him. I just, I wanted to always have this fire. I wanted to always be boiling hot with enthusiasm towards him. I didn't, like, God correct me if I become, you know, if I allow this to become mundane in any way. And so as we close out, I want to leave you with another scripture and it is Psalms 
46, 2. And the Passion Translation again. And this is for the pure and shining one by the prophetic singers of Korah's clan, a poetic song to the melody of hidden things. So we will never fear, even if even if every structure of support were to crumble away. So we think of support, it's earth itself, right? Even if the earth beneath you, and this is next level. This is the next level of fear versus love. <laughs> I don't want to get to this level, Lord. Help us, Jesus, right? Even if the earth was crumbling away beneath your feet, we will not fear even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. And it goes down to verse 3. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. And I just ask you to pause in his presence. Just, Just imagine that. Imagine even if the earth were to crumble beneath your feet. Even if quakes and shakes were to move mountains and cast them into the sea. I believe, I am believing with you and for you and interceding that you, believer, you, child of God, will not have a fear of anything but only of sound love. And this fear that may come, because we know that it will come, cannot erode your faith in the name of Jesus. Well, I love you. I am going to continue to believe for you. I am excited to have shared this. Remember that you can choose to respond in love or respond in fear. And it is a habit. We are, we are creatures of habit. So know that you can take on this habit and you can be free from fear and set free because you are a child of the day. You are chosen and walk in victory. I love you until next time. God bless.